Welcome to the Lost of Culture podcast. My name is Alex White. Thank you guys for rocking with me. This is actually episode number 20. So that is a great number. Uh, thank you guys for rocking with me. All the love, support, comments, feedback, everything you guys have given me thus far. I appreciate it so, so much. I am not by myself. I am joined with none other than Arlington's own. <laughs> Arlington's very own Austin Leach. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you. What's up, Austin? How are you? I, I am so, so good, Alex. Thank you for having me. This is You're awesome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I, I was pumped when I saw you with this whole podcast. I could not have on. a podcast without <laughs> having you on an episode. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, absolutely. No, without a doubt. I was glad when you reached out. And I was glad we could work it out around this time frame as well. So yes, it, yes, yes. So well. Sweatshirt is on all platforms <laughs> right now. Just dropped today. <laughs> go listen to it after this podcast. Go listen to. Yes, yeah. Listen to the <laughs> podcast stream. first. Yeah, podcast first, then the song. Yeah. Sweatshirt's out right now. How's it feel? How's it feel to drop a single? You know, it's funny. Another single. Another like one. Yeah, another um, one. That's, I say that all the time. People think I'm, I'm foolish. Um, honestly, it's so it's so much fun to finally have it out in the world because you live with it in your brain for so long, or maybe you have the tracks you know on your computer for forever, and so only like a handful of people had heard it up until today. So right. it was cool to, to get some feedback and it's been really, really positive. So nice. Yeah, nice. It got to feel good. Cause you, I mean, you took a little, a little pause there. Yeah. Do you, I don't know if you know why there was like a, a thing that happened. Okay. What's, this is, okay, this, is, this okay. is the tea. Okay. Ready for it? Yep. I'm sipping. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's spilling everywhere. <laughs> um, no. So, um, so the first project came out at the end of 2017 and we mm-hmm. kind of ran, uh, 2018 was a bunch of shows. Well, then uh, 2019 came around, and I uh, developed some tonsillitis issues. Wow. So my throat was constantly getting, like, uh, like strep throat or, like, uh, like swollen. Wow. Um, and so I finished. I had three shows booked. It was, like, um, what was it? It was Philly, New York, and then Chicago. And then after that, we got my tonsils cut out <laughs> in May. What? Yeah. So the this Wait, so you got through Philly, Chicago, and, and, and New, New York, York with – yeah, luckily by the grace of Tonto God. issues. Yes, those <laughs> like those days I felt pretty good. Um, but then yeah, then they had, they had to go because he was basically what? the doctor was like, you either keep them and you deal with it, or you get them cut out and, and you'll probably be in a better spot. That is crazy. Yeah, so that was kind of the gap. The gap was like, hey, like if I'm gonna go cut some new music, I want to make sure that I feel healthy and confident. Right, absolutely. We were actually supposed to record this song back in January. Oh wow! And we actually had to track everything ready to go, so it's. It, it feels a lot better now that it's just done. Like, it's yeah, just... Yeah, it's... Woo! <laughs> yes, yeah, like, a big, big, big relief knowing that, That's like... That's good. Yeah. That's it, good. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. So, like, as far as touring goes... Yeah. How difficult is it to really get out into these cities? You know, I, honestly, so, like, when I, I first got going, we put out a couple songs, like I said, at the end of 20, uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. And I'd only ever really played locally. I played like a show in Austin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my my desire was to get out to like LA or Nashville or wherever right, and like go test right. the waters. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of talented people in the world, and so exactly you just don't know how you're gonna. That to cut you off. Sorry, gonna, sorry yeah, to cut good. you off. Yeah, I'm here for it. But it's your mindset of that is because a lot of artists they're so scared to do that they're yeah. scared to go out there and scared to go to different different cities and and meet different people yeah 
Did you ever like feel fearful of that, or was yeah. it just like? Yes I'm just no. going to go do it. Yeah, yeah, yes and no. It was kind of, it was twofold. So, you know, my mother, she's from New York. And so all my oh, okay. life, she's just, Me too. I know it. I know it. <laughs> so, you yes. know, that, that kind of like tell it like it is mentality. Yep. And there's nothing, yep. there's nothing mean about it. It just is. You're just mm-hmm. saying, hey, this is the situation. So, yep. um, as like when I was 17, 18, my mom was very, very forward with me. And like, she mm-hmm. said, hey, that sounds really good. That sounds really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother, though, gave me some good advice, you know, early on. He was making a lot of trips around the country for, for work and stuff. And, he said, hey, man, like, yes, go to L.A., yes, go to these cities, but, like, mm. when you have the right stuff. Like, when you have mm. – when the time is right, basically, is what he was getting mm. at. And so, finally, the time felt right. We had some songs to go show off. And mm-hmm. um, the first city we did out of town uh, was Los Angeles. Mm. And we get there, and um, we're playing a show in downtown L.A. I think it's, like, the Arts District area. Mm-hmm. And Oh, it, it's, oh, it's like nice. Yeah, it was cool, but it was like in this like distillery. So there's a company I play with um, called SoFar, and they do these kind of secret shows okay. all over the world. And um, there's probably like 50, 60 people in this room, and actually, believe it or not, he's going to love this shout-out. Uh, shout-out. I had my buddy Joey with me, but I also had Casey Tackett with me as well. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, shout-out Casey Tackett. Yes, 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 I love Casey. Yes, yes shout-out Casey we, Tackett. We love Casey. <laughs> um, and he, he could tell I was a little nervous, and he just he said, bro, you're going to be good. You're going to be so good. good and um, I'll be honest with you, every time you know you, you get out there and you, you put yourself in a, in a new spot, you, you don't know anybody. So it's not exactly. like you, your homies are coming up to you afterwards going, you're great. It's like exactly. all strangers. And it was truly, it was like a lot of love that came out Man. of these cities. So Los Angeles was first. We did um, Waco at this venue called Common Grounds in front of okay. a bunch of Baylor students. Okay. Um, a little bit later on in the year. Then we did Chicago. Um, in Chicago for a while really was my favorite. Um, the difficulty, it's not really difficult getting booked, I wouldn't say. Mm-hmm. Um as much as it is, is it is like the logistical stuff, mm-hmm, figuring mm-hmm. out how you're going to get there, figuring out, you know, where you're going to stay. Right. That stuff actually is more because you want to make sure that you're being smart from like a financial standpoint. Exactly. You're, you're exactly. not going out, you know, blowing the bank. Blowing. On, yeah. yeah. Blow, just blowing bread. Yeah. So that part, I mean, but there were definitely I would say to answer the other part of the question, there definitely is some anxiousness that comes with mm-hmm. going somewhere where you don't really know anybody right. and you're hoping that they like what you're bringing. Exactly. And, you know, I think for a long time I was like, okay, so like I felt pretty confident in Dallas and Fort Worth playing like these shows. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. feel like people are digging it. Um, but what if it doesn't work anywhere else? Right. So that was kind of the, the leading factor was like, all right, well, like my goal is to like impact people. Yeah. So let's go meet some people. And you're making music. So music hits everywhere. Like you have to, you have to test the waters and see like yeah. where you fit in that like well yeah because you got to find you have to find constructive feedback and that's that can be really positive and that can right. be really negative quote unquote. exactly exactly so for me it was just like hey like it can only help right and they, you gotta you do gotta be a little bit brave to get to that point because you gotta kind of subtract your feelings mm-hmm. out of it sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. saying, hey, oh like, absolutely yeah absolutely like, no matter what like i know that this can help me if i choose to let it help me right um or it can crush me mm-hmm. like that's on me though exactly you know? as far as like when you when you're making music and you finish a track or you finish an album or yeah. a single who do you go to to really get that criticism? Because like you said, like yeah. you always think that your music's good. You're always going to think that <laughs> you're hot shit and you're like, yeah. you, you got it. Yeah. Where do you go to to really, you know, get that constructive criticism? I, I've over the last one or two years, I feel like super blessed because I have a handful of people um, that kind of are my go to's. Okay. So, this track in particular, Sweatshirt, we just put out today, um, was produced um, by one of my best friends, Mark. Mm-hmm. So, like, I trust him musically with, like, my life. Like, mm. we're very much, like, in sync when it comes to what we're into and, like, where I'm trying to go. He, he gets it. So, mm. Mark's one of them. 
Uh, my family, for sure. Mm. You know, my sister, she is now 23. I think time flies. flies. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, little Lindsay. Um, That's crazy. And she's doing some big stuff right now as well. Um, but shout she, out uh, Lindsay. yeah, shout out to Lindsay Leach. Um, she, uh, she's like right in that, that demographic that like I'm aiming at, right? Like the mid twenties, right. young twenties. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she'll, what she'll do is like, I'll play her a song acoustically. Hey, I just wrote the song or Hey, like here's like the, the first version of the song. Mm. And she'll like two days later, either say nothing or she'll go, yo, that song has been in my head mm. and that's cool. And then I have other friends like my friend, Joey, who's, who's really, um, like, uh, detail oriented. Okay. So he listens. He's like, man, that, that part there could be a little louder. Okay. Um, so you, you kind of find your people right. um, along the way that right. you trust that, exactly. you know, um, don't have any ill intent. They, they actually want right. to succeed. Exactly. Um, and that's exactly. been important because there are other people that will walk in as you, I'm sure, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's got an opinion. Uh, exactly. Yep. And they, they don't yep. mind sharing it. So it's about, it's about finding the right, the right group, the right collaboration. Have you ever got like, have you ever felt like you just made the most awesomest, track mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. and someone just came in completely like no fam that's not it i'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you the, the 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 way that typically goes when i was first kind of really getting my feet off the ground a little bit i was doing um a lot of open mic circuits in dallas mm. and so i would like two weeks prior be like work on some songs write a song mm-hmm. and then i would go to the open mic like pumped to play it like so excited yeah. to get out there and there's one song in particular that you that you just kind of brought to my mind is a song I wrote called Runnin, R-U-N-N-I-N apostrophe. Mm. And I thought it was like so dope. <laughs> like it, it was bouncy. It was vibey. Um, and I get up at this place. Uh, it's a different spot now. It was called Drugstore Cowboy. Mm. And every Tuesday night, all of our friends piled into this little like bar slash venue. Mm-hmm. And I get up there and I'm like, all right, here we go. People about to lose their mind. People silence. didn't lose their mind. Silence. <laughs> their mind is still in their head. Not, not, not good silence. So people typically like the thing is that people like like something, they'll tell you. Mm-hmm. If they don't like it, they won't say anything. Right. And right. So when you get that silence, you're like, oh, that maybe wasn't all that. And so <laughs> every, every once in a while, uh, the feedback is silent. And you go, okay, well, I think maybe we'll move on to the next one at right. that point. Yeah, we'll just move on. Just, to, just forget about just, that one. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. So what's your what's your favorite part about this work line? What's your favorite part about being in the music industry? Ooh. Um I think it's two two things. I think that when you make music or you write music, mm-hmm. um, you initially do it from a very selfish place. Like you do it from the place of I <clears throat> I need to write this song because I feel this thing, or I need to right. write this song because, you know, whatever. That I love that. I love the fact that there's something in my brain that's either really right or really wrong. And, yeah. And, 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 <laughs> Go either and, way. It compels me to do this stuff. Um, the second piece, though, is when you take it to these cities. You know, I've been in cities where, you know, people afterwards, they come up to you and they'll share, like, some yeah. real life with you. Yeah. And say, hey, that one song you played. And sometimes they don't have to say anything. Sometimes right. you, just look, you look out in the audience and you, you see can tell the reaction. a tear you coming can... down because, like, they just connected. Or, like, Man. you see joy because they're clapping and they're singing along and – that's the piece I really love the most Man. is is actually seeing the songs like leave my presence like leave my being right and and actually connect you could yeah, yeah yeah the connection you can actually see yeah. the connection and it, you know it's worth it it's absolutely worth it because the thing at the end of the day right like I think you can do this thing for a lot of reasons mm-hmm. um, I've had the opportunity to meet just some really awesome people and that's all and all like people that work in the industry right. people that are just regular Joes that you know have a mm-hmm. nine to five mm-hmm. that are coming to a show like I've met across the board, but they're all human at the end of the day. Exactly. Like, that's the piece that that's, you really That's what people need to really understand, that everyone is human. Like, no matter yeah. what, no matter what you do, the, cr- the criticism you get, like, 
Yeah. It's human to human. Like it's it's okay to just go out there and do it. Like yeah. just just like like when I was starting this, I was like, I'm just gonna do it and just see what happens. See what happens. And worst comes to worst, no one likes it, and you figure it out. And if you impact one person, I tell people all the time. You know, I got a few a few pals that are um, kind of where I was a couple years ago, and they're mm-hmm. getting it going. And you know, we'll talk about you know what do you need to focus on. I was like, well, think about why you're doing this. Right. What is your why? What is your why is the most important question really ever is. right now, it especially is. at our. What is the re? What is your why mm-hmm. is? Yep. And I like that's our motto at work. That's like, I think I, I named my last episode that. Yeah. Like it's you like have to what. Have it. You have to you have, have it. to have it because if you don't have a why, you're just out here just lollygagging and just doing stuff just because. Yeah, aimless. So yeah, it's, I mean that's very important. As far as like cities, w- do you see yourself like actually picking up and moving Ooh. to a different city? You know what's funny is sure, I'm, I'm sure we'll get into a little bit of this later, but straight out of high school, my goal or my plan was to move to Nashville. Nashville, um, and only for the sake of like I had a really great mentor that took me out there, and um, I just. I know it's like the songwriting capital of the world. Like it just, it is one of those places yeah. where you go yeah. and now things have changed a little bit since then, you know, LA in, in the pop community, New York's popping right now mm-hmm. as well. There's a lot of places you can go. What do you consider your genre? Like what do you consider your creativity? I love if I, if I had to like from a writing standpoint, just kind of pure pop music, I think mm-hmm. like the song we put out today would be classified as like indie pop. Yes. So it's not going to be, like, yes. it's not, I think pop music is, is a lot bigger sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, this is definitely more of like a, a singular mood versus right. like right. this big broad stroke. Right. Um, but yeah, just like, I think somewhere where storytelling and, and relatability and then something that you want to sing kind of all meet. This song is very relatable. I Sweatshirt so. is yeah. very relatable. I was, I was like, yeah. yep, I feel, yep, I feel that. Yep, I, a, I feel that one. <laughs> I, I had a, a family member reach out um, through my, my mom and then it got back to me eventually today. Uh, saying, you know, it's crazy. It's like this song. Like I had somebody in my life, and I had their old, uh, their old hats. Yeah. So they just yeah. Re- they replaced it with their own, <laughs> their own thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because that's how it's relatable. Like yeah. I mean, you can like you feel that as soon as you put on the track, it's like, oh yeah. yep. Yeah. I've been there before. Yeah, and the thing is, like when the song kind of came about, um, and I don't know if this is where you want to go, but the, where the, as the song came about, I was literally just driving, and that person kind of just came to my head, and I was like, man. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, as far as when you're writing music, when you're creating the mm-hmm. music, where do you get your inspiration from? Is it just from, like, past experience? Is it just, like, mm. off the dome? or <laughs> It depends. There's, there's times, uh, you know, there's times where I have an idea for a long time. It, 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 all, it all stems from, like, life, for sure. Like, it's right. re- real life coming through. Right. Um, so, like, you don't never, because, you know, a lot of music nowadays is just, like, let me just write, let me just say what I think people want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have friends that do that too. And it's, I mean, to be fair, there, there's a market for some of that. But for me, Absolutely. for me though, it's like, if I'm going to get up on stage and sing it, I better believe it. Exactly. And if I don't believe it, then we got a problem. Exactly. And so for me, yeah, I, I would say that I, I spend a lot of time thinking about, you know, things I've been through and uh, people I've met. Sometimes it's not even like my story. Sometimes it's, mm-hmm. I have a friend who just went through the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. How do mm-hmm. I tell that story? And mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but it's got to be real. It's got to be authentic. And then of I, course. I take it. And honestly, sometimes songs come in. It's more rare than I wish, but they just come in a moment and you mm-hmm. just write it and it just happens. And there's times where you spend six months trying to figure out how do I say this? And so my phone right. is filled with notes. Like it's absolutely like <laughs> riddled with notes and voice memos. Um, yeah. Stuff that I might never, not ever touch, mm-hmm. but stuff that I might at some point, like, uh, I played a new song last night, actually. Um, it's a song called Stay, in parentheses, I Know You Can't. Mm-hmm. And um, 
the story, wow. like, and I, it's not out yet. I don't know if it's gonna come out. We'll see. Um, I really like it, but it was two songs at one point mm-hmm. and two ideas. And then one day I woke up and realized, oh, they actually they go together. And <laughs> I was right. Crazy. I was writing the, the the same song, but I just didn't know that they actually were like Legos and they right. They, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just put the pieces together. They clicked That's together. where creativity comes in. Like you have to have that ear and be like, okay, yeah, I could do this. Like it sounds. This sounds right. It sounds right. And to be fair, there is something you know. You know, I I, I spent a lot of time in my life watching interviews of my favorite artists and just when they talk. Who is about, your favorite artist? Ooh. Influence music wise. So when I was a kid, mm-hmm. my dad uh, had me uh, up on all the Beatles music and had me up on, um, let's see here, like Brian Adams, mm-hmm. um, a lot of like old, like 60s, 70s, 80s yep. rock music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I kind of came to my own, I remember being a kid and like heavily vibing with Michael Jackson. Like, mm. like I was, I, I was the kid in elementary school who was like vibing to all these artists. Meanwhile, to the old school art. And, yeah, and everyone else is like listening to like NSYNC and stuff. No, yeah. and no disrespect. But right. um, after like, I'd say in recent history, like my, my current all times, like I really relate with like um, the Coldplay's of the world, the mm. John Mayer's, mm-hmm. Ed Sheeran, because I love Ed Sheeran, the way, the way he crosses over. I can see all yeah. that in you. I can yeah. see all Ed Sheeran, John Mayer for yeah. sure. Like that's definitely like the roots. And then recently there's a few bands like Laney and there's a guy named Lauv and mm-hmm. there's a band called uh, called Joan, which actually, my hat's a Okay. Yep. 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 Um, they're they're incredible. They're actually a duo from Little Rock, and um, I oh, saw, them, okay. saw them open up at um that new um Texas Live. Oh, venue. awesome! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. played there uh, yeah. for uh, an opening act situation, but they were so good. Anyways, but just like, yeah, kind of a c- combination of that, and it's funny because mm-hmm. when you first start and you have these inspirations, like you kind of write their songs. Try to yeah, yeah. You try to like yeah. get into your bag yeah. with them, yeah. And then eventually you kind of develop your own palette and your own right, taste. But yeah. you do still like sense like people have told me before they're like, I totally get the Ed Sheeran vibe. I oh, totally absolutely. get the John Mayer vibe. Absolutely, yeah. Depending on yeah. the song that I'm mm-hmm. playing. But mm-hmm. um I'd say those guys and then it's always changed. I'm always like every Friday I'm always checking Spotify mm. for like my my new playlists mm. you know that they make for yep. you. Yep. And it's you know, I'll go through that whole playlist and figure out okay, I really like this, I really don't like that. And mm-hmm. uh, I'll make a new playlist every time and just mm. keep what I like and discard the rest. So Man, yeah. man, you really be on it. Like it's crazy how it it it's wild because it, like nowadays in this generation, mm-hmm. people just put music out just to put music out. There's a lot. They don't have thought behind it. Like they don't go through like this process of yeah. like trying to figure out what sounds right, yeah. what would go together. Yeah. Like it's it's is it hard since since the music is such mm-hmm. a big market now and it is and it is very easy to put music out. Yeah, it is. Is it hard to really? make your voice heard with so many other artists around you? Mm, yeah, I mean, I think I think it's definitely difficult um, because there is so much saturation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that now the things that separate, um, you know, it always starts with a good song. Right. You know, uh, there's this YouTube series uh, with Mayer. So there's a college up in Boston called Berkeley College of Music that mm-hmm. I dreamed of going to, mm-hmm. but it just, there was no way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, he actually dropped out of Berkeley and he still goes back and speaks. And he says, nothing else matters. You can have the best marketing plan. You can have the best photographs, the best videos. Right. You have to have a good song. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm fortunate. And it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier with the right people. Yes. And so, you know, you can't have liars around you. Exactly. You can't have people around you that are trying to kind of like boost you. Right. Just want to make s- you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have it raw and cut. Yeah. And so I think that's the biggest thing. So like when I, it's like when I write something or like I think something's kind of good. Um, I played an, another new song last night called Circles that I, I, I really hope we can figure out uh, and put out because um, my sister, she was like, man, like that one really felt good last night. Like right. I've heard you play it in your room a thousand times, but like 
when you hear it on this when it, yeah. it just sounds different it sounds when different, you when so. you in the but it's hard i think that you know all you can do is is proceed and and and, and do all the things that surround a song mm-hmm. release with excellence mm-hmm. and if you do it with excellence then you have a chance exactly um, exactly. It's when people get sloppy, or or if they decide to do a you know subpar you know halfway job, mm. um, that's when I think it, it, it slacks. Because I have, I mean, I know plenty of people that have really been great talent. Right, right. Um, but you know, maybe they don't have somebody like I have Mark, or like exactly. I have like my exactly. brother, or I have you know whoever. You're right. Yeah. Um, that is there to kind of like challenge me a little bit. Yeah. Do you do you mm. see yourself ever? steering away from this genre do you are you interested in or mm. are, are you do you feel like you found you found your lane i think i think this is at least for now this feels like the first like crayon out of the box you right know what i mean right yeah so i think yeah. there'll be different shades and there'll be different like colors but mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be similar for a while right um but i still like i mean i have other friends i write with just for fun mm-hmm. and uh we've written country songs right yeah we've yeah. written you know in my head i'm like i'm definitely a rapper but i'm not like i'm for sure not <laughs> In my mind, you got some bars. You yeah. got some bars. You know, it's funny. In a uh, in high school, I'd be driving, you know, seven thirty in the morning to get to high school, yep. and be bumping my, you know, little used Honda, <laughs> be bumping on, the Honda. you know, Eminem and all these, you know, thinking yeah. I'm like I'm it. <clears throat> but no, I mean, I, I I don't think you can ever really know where it's gonna go until you get there. Exactly. Um, I think for now, I really like where we're where we're headed. Uh, I was telling a gal last night uh, after the show, I was like, you know. I feel like this is kind of a, the beginning. I, mm. Everything up to this point has felt like the um, beginning, the, like the, the the beginning of the beginning, like the prequel. Right, right. It felt like the prologue or whatever you want to call it. It felt like, hey, we did all that work for the last year, two years uh-huh. to get to this point where, okay, now let's go do some yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just exciting. Like, yeah, is it tiring? Is it exhausting? Sure, but it's it's very fulfilling. Right. Yeah. And it, we were talking earlier off mic about um, having a job, having a forty hours plus doing this. Yeah. How how does how do you manage that? How how's your time management as far as working a forty yeah. hour job and then plus doing what you love to do? Yeah, you know it's funny. So you know, um, I've always had the dream of doing this thing, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot more fluff in your mind when you're fifteen or sixteen of mm-hmm. like what it can look like, um, because all you see is you know the highlights and you see the documentaries. You don't ever really see like the practical side of it. Exactly. Um, and I remember it was actually my brother um, says, "Hey man, like if you want to really give this a go, like." A, you need to make money, so you have to have a job. Right. Plain and simple. And you have to feel to, you know, take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. But then if you really want to do this music thing, you're going to have to treat it like a second full-time job. Mm. And I remember Mm -hmm. going, oh, man. (laughs) Oh, no. And But I'll say this, though. (laughs) I will say this, though. It has been the thing that has has rang almost most true. Actually, I was on – this is my second podcast to be on. The first podcast, we talked a little bit about this, and Mm -hmm. it was just all about how if you really want to do something, if the passion's authentic – and the drive is authentic. You will find a way. Mm, absolutely. You, you will find a you way. Will find you will find the way. right people. You'll find the right songs, whatever yep. it is. Um, and so don't get me wrong. Like there's times where like I've gotten off work and gone straight to the airport. Mm-hmm. And then I get back. I typically take a day when I get back just to like sleep in and like reset. Um, but it's it's two very different paces and, and two different, you know, you know, because when you're off playing in Chicago. Time frame. All everything's that, different. The energy is different. You know, the energy that you give in a show is very different than you give at your job. And so it's just one of those things where it's like you you're almost. To, it's like a switch. You have to automatically go into like artist you, mode. You feel a little bit like Hannah Montana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel a little bit like that. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things where I, I wouldn't trade it. It's one of those things where I, 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 
I would have quit a long time ago if I didn't think it was worth it and mm-hmm. I didn't think that we were going somewhere. Exactly. And like when you say that, like how far how long have you have you been in love with music? Like, how far does your passion for music go? Oh, man. You know, it's funny. We have a lot of music in the family um, in just, like, mm-hmm. weird ways. Like, people that played, um, you know, before there was oh, – man, I'm going to get this so wrong. And <laughs> some family members are going to listen to this and, <laughs> and be texting me. But um, used to play on Vaudeville, which was kind of like the – not necessarily Broadway, but it was like kind of like the entertainment mm-hmm. vibe back in the day. Um, my mom sang in choirs all her little life. Um, my dad actually has got like a decent voice. I don't think he'd admit that. Uh, my sister and brother play music. Um, yeah. We have cousins and whoever, you know, that do all kinds of things. And so it feels like it's in the blood a little it's, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember being a kid and I remember being, oh man, like eight years old. Mm-hmm. And I went to my mom and said, Mom, I want to learn how to play an instrument. Just broad and ambiguous. Mm. So she took me to like a proper music store, and I actually started taking trumpet lessons. Trumpet, uh huh. Which is kind of like wild. I actually took it at the Nichols Junior High. Um, hey, uh, shout out! Shout uh, out. <laughs> yeah, I took lessons uh, from some some lady there who was really great. Um, and then from there, my mom and you know sometimes that things like th- seems like things are kind of like almost like fate driven or like you know if someone didn't do this and maybe I wouldn't be here. Right, right. My yeah, mom yeah. didn't know what to get me for Christmas one year. Mm-hmm. So I would Christmas morning wake up and there's a drum set. Just sitting there. It's like this old used. Like stepbrothers. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Not as nice. Not as nice for sure. Um, yeah. Don't touch my drumstick. Um, uh, but, um, and so then that turned into, you know, my brother and I would learn how to, he played guitar, I played drums, and then I got into piano for a little bit. Man. Grandma sends down the family piano as a gift. Um, What's the hardest instrument to learn that you've had to learn? Ooh. Man, it was funny. So, like, starting with drums, actually, like, I don't say it makes things easy, but, like, when you start with drums, you understand rhythm. Mm and so, like, when you're strumming a guitar or you're playing piano, like, you know where everything kind of goes mm-hmm. or, like, where it should go. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that drums was probably the hardest because I was, like, 10. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And, and you're doing so much. Like, you, right. you have so many emotions yeah. going at one time. But I was really fortunate. I played in um, – with my brother a lot, and then I actually was in the like the church youth band, okay, and so okay. I was playing every week, twice a week. Um, with so it was just like practice makes perfect. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's no joke, and, and playing with like live musicians and like having to like when you're the drummer in a band, you have to like you you are setting the tempo. You were yep. like you were yep. the um, conductor of the train. Exactly. Um, so that was cool, but I'll, I'll tell you things. I felt like we're easy until I decided to start writing songs and singing. Really? That's so. The, I'd say the hardest instrument is the voice. Wow. Because this is the thing. is like you have some folks. Like we have some friends. Um, let's like uh, shout out uh, Connor Berry. Hey! Yeah. CB. Shout out uh, Nikhil Aurora. Yes, shout out. Oh, shout out Nikhil. I remember being in high school. Those two dudes, and they still do, to be, to be honest. Like, yeah. Beautiful voices. Yeah, yes. And yes. like Amazing properly voices. trained. Yes. Like they've like been through lessons yes. and choral and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. um and I remember being so envious of that, like just mm. being like, man, like I wish I could do that. But mm. that's what happens when you start young. Like that's why I, in the same way, like the way I played drums growing right. up, like I was doing it since I was 10. So exactly. it wasn't a thing. It was just what I did. Exactly. Um, the voice getting into that when, you know, I think I, I started trying to figure it out around 17 or 18 and it was just bad, Alex. It was just man. so bad. <laughs> and I'm telling you, there are people, um, I, even today, uh, do you remember Avery Sullivan? Uh, yes. Yes. So yes, I love that we can connect too. on all this. Um, he literally texts me, uh, a voice memo and uh, so guys I'm gonna play this for you <laughs> I shouldn't do this because yes. it's really bad exclusive this is when we were 17 I think this is actually me and Connor Berry singing together and you can tell one of them's really good and <laughs> one of them's really bad I'm the bad the really one really bad one is Austin yeah so a- after you hear this like pause the podcast go listen to the song and just know that like you can get better 
Uh, let's see if this plays real quick. <laughs> oh, wait, no, hold on. What is this? Is that Adele? Oh, it is Adele. That's actually my voice. <laughs> But I mean, no, but it's not good either. Isn't that wild? Well, and so check it out. So here's that's a, crazy. Like, how how often do you like go back oh, and be like, oh my gosh? I try. I, I t- honestly, I try not to because here's the thing. It, I remember being so like that's it. That was 17. So I did take a few lessons when I was a freshman. And then we it, it got to the point where we just couldn't afford it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Like life's expensive, right? Like yes. life happens. So, yes. um. I remember having this like desire, but like not knowing how to like get better at it. Right. Um, and I remember listening, I mean, I've listened back to a few things now and I do cringe quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but you learn just like there's technique to drumming and playing right. guitar. There's a lot of technique that goes into singing. And I feel like I'm still trying to figure it out. Like Man. it is still one of those things where like I'm constantly trying to practice and yeah. rehearse and yeah. like get feedback mm-hmm. because with anything else that you do in life, like you got to practice, yeah. but you also have to take really good feedback to figure out, okay, how do I get better? How exactly. do I, how do I improve? And so, but like guys like that, like they just seem like they could just do it. Exactly. And that was the most frustrating so thing. So singing, me. singing, you were, you were all good with the instruments. Yeah. The instruments were good. Mm-hmm. The singing part, you've never yeah. naturally like just hit the note. No. That is crazy. Cause now like you play that and then you play sweatshirt. Yeah. It's like, uh, like I didn't even notice how bad you were to be honest. I thought you were good then. Like, no, it's funny. It's funny. You know, I, I that is crazy. How like, how your voice could just like grow like that. Yeah. And to be fair, like some of that is like I think like growing up, like physically, yeah, like, yeah, maturing that as too. a human being, like mm-hmm. your body just grows a little yep. bit. But um, a lot of it too has to do with just like. I think uh, so. Ed Sheeran has uh, has this little bit he talks about in some of his interviews mm-hmm. where he talks. He's referring to songwriting, but I think it kind of goes the same here. Is when you first start doing a thing, so you first start writing songs, or you first start a podcast, or mm-hmm. you first start singing. Mm-hmm. It's like turning on like a like a broken water tap, mm. and it's flowing muddy water. Mm. Yep. And yep. every once in a while, you know that thing like it's flowing bad water, yep. and you see a little you, glimpse you of flick it a little bit. Uh-huh. And you <laughs> you don't know. You, you, yeah, that's funny. You, every so often, it's, it's bad water, bad water, bad water, and then you see a little uh, glimpse of clean water. Yep. And then you see another one, mm-hmm. and eventually, once it's fixed and you've been working on it, it flows all clean water. Yep. It's one of those things where like you kind of just got to be bad for a while. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. I, Alex, I'm gonna tell you this. This is gonna sound so so weird to say, but and I don't know if I've actually said this before. Like I was 18, 19, 20, 21. Like I would get on stage knowing that I wasn't as good as I wanted to be. Mm. Like trying to be confident, trying to be like, trying to sell it, trying to sing my songs, like pour my heart out, knowing in my heart heart of hearts, this is not going to be as good as I want it to be, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. That was hard. And, and, and I feel like you have to, you have to take that step when you have that mindset. It's like, Mm. it's kind of like jumping off a bridge. Like I know I'm probably not going to land. Right. But let's see what happens. (laughs) But let's just see what happens. To be fair. Like that's also like, I, I kind of like have kept that mentality in probably a healthier way now, like in terms of just, I'm I'm, so, I'm very kind to myself when it comes to that, but like I'm also, I'm pretty hard on myself. Cause I'm mm. like, like last night I was listening back to a few clips and mm. I was like, Oh, that was flat. I'm um, okay. That, but it's not like, Oh, like, um, like derogatory to myself. Or right. Like, right. It's not like, it's not demeaning. I should say. Right. Um, it's, it's okay. So that wasn't great. So how can we make it better? How can we make it better? Yeah. It's always yeah. like solution based. When, when do you, when do you take the time to really time out? from all of this mm. and and get your get into your Austin realm. Mm. 
When do you find that time? Like, are you asking like when I step away from music a little bit? Step away from everything. Ooh. How often? How often does that happen? Hmm. It's interesting. That's really really interesting. So, uh, right now not a lot, but. If I'm going to do it, it typically comes in a couple different forms. Mm-hmm. It comes in the form of, like, um, going to see, like, a movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can just turn off and watch that. Right, yep. Um, or, like, I'll rent a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love popcorn and M&Ms as well. So, yeah. just saying. <laughs> that um, goes well with movies. <laughs> really good. Um, honestly, like, physical fitness, like, working out. Yeah. I used to yeah. be really into running. I don't run as much currently, um, especially when it gets cold. Mm-hmm. I don't I run a lot because it's not good on the lungs. Yeah. Um, and you have no tonsils, so. I have no tonsils either. <laughs> not good. Not good. Yeah. Um, straight to the lungs. Straight to the lungs. It flows right. It's great. Yeah, it great for singing. Straight to the lungs, yep. Um, I would say, yeah, so I, I there's a gym I go to in Grapevine. Um, and uh, another shout out, Kevin Corley. He's one of the trainers hey, there. Kevin hey, Kevin Corley. Yeah. Well, shout out, everybody. Yeah. BFND. I, <laughs> there's a few, there's a few, a few folks from the squad I still I still stick close to just because they're good people. Yeah. You know? uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, um, yep. And so I go to that gym, and that feels like a little bit like um, like cathartic or therapeutic. Like mm-hmm. it feels like kind of getting away a little bit because it's just. Mm-hmm. And I think there's like a parallel between like taking care of yourself and like right. going and doing the work. Exactly. When you got sick, like when you had to uh, get your tonsils removed, did you realize maybe I should like uh, calm down a little bit? Well, or was it, it, it just put like- me honestly. It put me more into the thought process of like what I'm putting into my body. Mm. And so, like, you see this. I got this. Y'all can't see it, but I have this yeah. giant water bottle. Huge with me. bottle of it's water so here. big. Yeah. <laughs> I am constantly chugging water. I've got a lot more into like natural, like, um, like uh, juice shots, like ginger shots, mm. turmeric shots, mm. just like stuff. Um, my brother. Taking care of yourself. It's yeah. important. And like, just like making sure, like, I'm not eating fast food every day. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Me and Kevin had Chick Fil A today. It was awesome. Yeah, Chick Fil A is but always a good one. Huh? It's one of those things where I cook a lot more. Um, mm. I'd say mm-hmm. one thing I learned a lot is trying to get more sleep. Yeah. In terms of like, wow. Yep. That's short, a big one. I shortchange myself a lot because like I'm trying to get stuff done. Yeah. Um, but like saying, hey, no, just turn the computer off. Just like yeah. turn the TV off. Yeah. Just go, go, go sleep. Are you addicted to working now? Like, are you like automatically like I need to go like play back and figure out what I need to change yeah. and do this and do that? Because my time's like a little bit limited. It feels I I do think that it can feel like that sometimes mm-hmm. where. It's like a good addiction to some degree. Like being obsessive right, is, right, I think, yeah. can be good. But yeah. um, I do find myself, yeah, leaning into that muscle a little mm-hmm. bit. Now, don't get me wrong. I think like right now it's busier. Like we've been working. We cut vocals for this song on the sixth of August. So since then, like once we got the mix back, the mixes back in September, and like it was finalized. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, let's go get the work done. Mm-hmm. So this, yep. we basically just been getting everything, all the materials, all the photos you've seen. Um, there's a few more things coming uh, as well. Um, when's this podcast going to drop in theory? Uh, Monday. Monday. Yeah. So let's see, what can we announce? Let's give them the exclusive. Exclusive so drop. I, I'm not going to say the, the dates <laughs> yet, but there is a, uh, an official music video coming Ooh. that I'm very excited about. Um and then there's also I like your music videos. They're fun, right? They're they're really fun. <laughs> like they make me feel like I'm there, like jumping yeah, with you and shit. Yeah, that, yeah, I like it. I like it. So there's a video, and then there's also, uh, it's kind of like an acoustic version of the song. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a different take on it for sure. Um, that we're gonna drop. I th- How often do you do a co- acoustic live? Like last night was just uh, me, a guitar, and a piano. Oh, sweet. so it just depends on the show, like what the vibe is right. as far as that goes. A lot of them tend to be ac- acoustic because. Um, 
like that's like essentially what they're asking for, mm-hmm. uh, like the promoters or whoever, because mm-hmm. um, it's like small, like intimate spaces. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you'll yeah, have yeah. like a room packed with fifty to hundred people. You get that vibe in. that when it's acoustic in a. But it's in also easier to connect. You know, you're not hiding Absolutely, behind a band yeah. and yeah. stuff. We have done band stuff before, and it's fun. Like it's a different, a whole different vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like a lot more to orchestrate because you got to get mm-hmm. the right players, and you got to make sure you have all the tracks right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can be a little more to figure out. But um, back to what you're saying, I would just say, yeah, it's like right now I feel like there's a little bit of an obsession with what's going on, but it's also because there's just a lot to get done. It's a lot to get done. It's a lot to get yeah, done. And yeah, it's just you me. You got to get it done. Yeah. Like I have people I collaborate with and that help me. Like I have my photo guy. Right. Uh, if you're looking for like some of the best photos in all of Dallas, um, yep. high underscore viz. High underscore viz. Yeah. I'll put that in the description. Yeah, shout too. that guy out. Yeah, that dude has been doing photos for me for a long time, but he's been doing photos for the Mavs. I mean, all kinds of crazy, oh, cool dope. stuff. He's really, really talented and also just one of the sweetest guys. Um, nice. So I have him. I have my set, like my brother. I got Joey. I got my, mm-hmm. my guy, Mark. There's guys that like play a role, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like, you know, you have to kind of paint a vision for them. Right. What you want. Exactly. It's like, hey, like I said with this release, I was like, this song, like sometimes songs come in colors for me. Mm-hmm. So like this song felt very blue. So you've seen a lot of blue. Mm-hmm. You've seen a lot of blue. I've seen a lot. Of, and I like it. I like the blue and the black. I, lo- yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love the vibe. Yeah. So like, it's just how it feels to me. And, and I think when you're putting out a song, it's like not just words and music. It's. It's mm. how does it make you feel? Mm. And I think emotions sometimes have colors, you know, yep. like absolutely. They say the reason like Facebook and Twitter are blue logos is because it's meant to have some kind of quality to it. Like I, for, I forget what it is, crazy. but there's like a there's whole always study. something behind something. Oh, no, absolutely, that is crazy. Not by accident. Le- not at all. Let's talk uh, high school. High school. Oh, so man. you were around and involved in every single thing in high school. So everyone <laughs> needs to know right now before we get before we jump into this. Shout out Lamar High School. Shout out uh, Lamar High School. Alex and I have, have gone to the same, well, essentially the same school circuits since forever. Yes, yes. Um, and then we, we joined forces in high school. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really connected when you started doing the photography for the team, for basketball. Oh, yes. That's when that's when you oh, were really man. around. Throwback. Yeah, Yeah. so yeah, you, were, yeah you did our film and all that stuff. I don't have yeah. the best memory, believe it or not. I, I remember specific things, but like really? the other day, Casey brought up something the other day, and I was like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. I really have no idea. <laughs> you were involved in so much. Yeah. Did you you wanna did you just want to stay busy or what like i'll tell you and it actually it it, it bleeds into what's going on now i think mm-hmm. uh, to some degree but um growing up i just love people and like that's you like could a, tell it's a you really basic answer but like i just i really like you everyone just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like i have very true i have no problem with people i think that you know i remember in high school we it's a pretty big high school i'd yes, say yeah 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 um yeah. and there was like you know how i mean i'm sure this is like most high schools if you're listening from somewhere else but um you have like clicks and you have mm-hmm. like the band and you mm-hmm. have the football team and you have um, the basketball team. Mm-hmm. You have like a uh, uh, theater. Mm-hmm. And I just like wanted to know everyone. everyone so, like, yeah. I remember fresh- I was the same way. Yeah, yeah. right though. Mm-hmm. Like freshman year, I would hop uh, uh, cafeteria tables. Yep. Me too. Uh-huh. Yep. You know that yep. feeling? Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. And um, I remember like I would hang out I'd, one night. I'd be with like um, with the guys, like the, the, the I guess like the, the jocks, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then the next night I'd be with like the band folks. Yep. And then. Yep. It's just getting to know. It's wanting to be like no. just knowing different people. Yeah. I've never been the type to want to just be around just one specific and no. categorize myself in one I specific group. Yeah. I, I love to I learn. I love to get out there and and you know just and having a conversation with different people is always amazing to me. Yeah, like because I I learned so much. So it, it it with you it was it was like the same like. Everyone knew Austin Leach from like somewhere, and then you became president, and that was that was like that was like given to you. Like I mean, that who else? I mean, who who else other than Austin? Uh, you know what's funny be about president? that? I'm gonna tell you something that's funny about that because people say that now, 
So I remember I went for like in junior high. Do y'all have uh, the same thing in junior yeah. high, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So we, we had the student council in junior high. Mm-hmm. And I remember going for, I think, both years. I didn't win a thing. Like, really? No. And, like, I think, I don't remember who won. But I just remember I was like, okay, cool. So freshman year, like, I was even just like, I guess I'll go. I mean, I got nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. Th- so twice already. <laughs> I remember this is actually – so this is an example of, like, the specific things I remember because I, I don't remember a lot. But I remember um, I went for it. And it was, like, against, like, a, a pretty solid cast of characters. Mm-hmm. And – um, before I could go check the list, I was uh, getting out of football, mm-hmm. and I couldn't check the list before I got a text, I think, from Channing – what's her last name? Channing uh, – Stevens. Stevens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out Channing Stevens. Yeah, shout out uh, – yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, so sorry about that. Um, it's a lot of names to remember. Um, it is. She goes, hey, you won. And I thought she was, like, trolling me. Yeah. You know? So I walk all the way to, I think, like, the history hall the or whatever history it was. history hall, yep. And I see the list, and sure enough, there's my name. Man. And so the next year – Believe it or not, I had the same feeling. Uh, I won't win again. What? Boom. Man. Again. Believe it or not, the third year, I was still half and half. <laughs> That's how I am, though. Really? I actually didn't think I was going to win for sure until senior year when I went for student body president. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was yeah, like, yeah. I have a lot of areas of the school that I'm, like, connected with. Yeah. I literally, well, like, one of the days, I took the entire wrestling team. Like, no joke. Like, and that might be, you know, I'm they, they can go back and change this. But I, I said, Coach Houston? Uh, who I love dearly. Uh, shout out, Coach. Yeah, shout out, both um, of them. Both, uh-huh, of, both of them. Yep. I said, um, can we take the whole wrestling team before y'all start practice? It's like 40 guys. Yeah. And, and so we, we went to the booth or whatever, and like we. And so it was one of those things. That's the only one I felt confident about. But I mean, that alone, all those things, force you to be super involved. Right. So one of the one of the most memorable things I have of you running for president is when you got Marquise Daniels to <laughs> to promote for you. How yes. the hell Man. did you pull that one off? So it's funny. So, you know, my brother has worked in and around a lot of, uh, I always just say interesting people because you never know, right? Right, yes. And uh, he was a former Dallas Maverick, Boston Celtic, um, very, very talented athlete and, mm-hmm. and, and great dude uh, as well. But my brother was doing a shoot with him or something mm-hmm. uh, for whatever. And um, – and he was like, hey, if I, can, if I can get it, I'll get it. But that was kind of like a trendy thing to do was like, what's a creative way? Yeah. So I, I would typically do a lot of videos. Yes. And, and no one was putting videos out like you. No one was doing that like yeah. you. Yeah. It like, was one of those things where, crazy. to be fair, so like I grew up like doing like little fun videos with my friends. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I was like, what can I do that would be? And I did the videos for, like you said, the ba- uh, girls basketball yep. and uh, Football, volleyball. Clips, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was one of those things where it just felt like, well, I mean, that's kind of a creative way to like. Put yourself out yeah, there, yeah. yeah. Especially s- if it's Marquis Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> and so we got that. I think we had uploaded it to MySpace. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, or maybe Facebook, too. Maybe both. I don't know. But, like, it was kind of wild. And so, yeah, no, that was one of those kind of, like, right time, right place. Brother yeah. was, was yeah. kind enough to hook it up. and. That's dope. Yeah, that's funny. That's you remember dope. That? I don't <laughs> – that's very funny. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that, that was crazy. Like, as far – like, with you doing so much, mm-hmm. especially as a teenager in high school – you being on the football team, student mm-hmm. council, you know, everything everything that you did. Yeah. Photography. Did you feel like you were doing too much at one point? Was it too much to handle at one point? Or would you just, like, you know, go with the flow? This might come as a shock to you with what I do now. But I don't mind being the center of attention. <laughs> like, in, in, the, in the right no settings. No way. In, in, in the right settings, right? Like, um, like Mr. Viking or, like, uh, you know, Pepper Alley, stuff like that. Right. Um. I've always kind of found myself like falling into like quote unquote like leadership roles or situations. Right. Not yeah. always successfully, but like, you know, you learn and you live and, um, 
No, I, I always kind of enjoyed it. I always enjoyed being like the friend someone could go to. Mm. I always enjoyed. Um, well, to be fair, also this is like you know if, if there's any high schoolers listening right now, this is, the, this is a cheat sheet yeah. for you. Real quick. <laughs> if you're in leadership roles, student council, or like you carry yourself well in high school, you typically have pretty good relationships with the teachers. Yes, the that staff, is very the true. coaches, yes. the principals. Yes, your reputation is very. Your important. reputation's good. It's very very important, but it also allows you some cool perks. Yes. Yes, that's so very a true. Few things. I got a few perks as for being a basketball player, and I was a shitty person. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, like, <laughs> like I was no like way. I was. <laughs> no way. I was so bad at like school, but me being like yeah. involved in like athletics yeah. boosted me up like yeah. ten points. Well, they can because I think a lot of times when you're not involved in stuff in school, like all they see is a grade. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if they mm-hmm. get to know you, like mm-hmm. when Coach Houston gets to know you, or uh, mm-hmm. Coach. Uh, Oh, she's going to kill me for not knowing. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> shout out. Shout out, Levels. Hope, hope I'll treat you well. Um, she was so kind as well. Um, yes. But like they, get, they, they know you, so they know what, what you're capable of. So mm-hmm. I felt like I had the backing of people because I felt like they knew me. Um, and yep. then they trusted me. And yeah. to be fair, like I said earlier, like, you know, I think sometimes you can do these things. Like, you can get into situations to, like, take advantage or to, like, impact. Mm. And my goal mm. was always just to like give as much as I could. Mm. I want to see people smile. I want Pepper Lives to be hyped. I want mm. Mr. Viking to be good. I want us to have the best class shirts. Like mm. I want everything. Our class shirts were pretty. Do you dope. remember? Uh, do you have any ones that you you like the best? Cause I think I, I think my favorite one. All right, there's one I'm thinking of. Was it no? Was it the junior? The junior one with the Kool Aid Man? Uh huh. The Jam and Jesus. I like. I like. I like that oh, yeah. one. I like. I like that one. I like the one the year before. It was um, what a sophomore. Oh yeah, with yeah. The that was with the water burger. It looked like joint. the water burger. Yeah. Uh, like the the numbers they give you. Yeah, the tent. Yep, yep. I like that too. Shout yeah, out to my was, mom for designing those. Man, she was so that good. is dope. Yeah, you. I mean, it it takes like. Your leadership was just so impeccable mm. back then, and I I don't That's think like kind. we really noticed it because we were you know we were just kids going to school yeah, trying but to figure it out man it's crazy like but i've got a lot of questions people keep asking me what's going on with the with the reunion who's in charge of the reunion okay, who's doing so the reunion let me set the record who's straight. doing the reunion austin who so, is doing it i think there's like a facebook group that exists um that i, I get so. notifications for every so often i think so yeah i didn't ask to be in this group yeah me mind. neither i think i'm in it um, too though I, 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 I couldn't i don't know how to get out of it so yeah and it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, but so check it out. So this is the way. Actually, this is the technical way that it's supposed to work. Okay. Okay. So uh, senior year, there's two presidents. Uh huh. There's class president and there's student body president. Right. I was student body president. Fatima Nadimi. Nadimi shout out. Not to, to put you on blast. Fatima. Amazing photographer. <laughs> amazing photographer. Yes. Incredible human. Before we put you on blast, sweet we're gonna soul. Love you. She's been traveling the world too. I gotta figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, she's doing good. I've been seeing her. Yeah. She's so doing she good. technically is in charge of the class reunion. Mm, okay. So okay. if anybody's so listening to this, is the one we need to f- attack. Uh, yes. Now, if she, d- if she's trying not, she. She would need to figure out. I'm. Not, I'll put it this way. I'm not looking to plan anything. Like, no, in no disrespect. <laughs> that is a lot of pressure. It's a lot of work. That's a it's lot, a of, lot pressure. of pressure. And I don't know where I'm gonna be. Uh, you know when. That too. Yeah. As far as you know. You mess around and be in Chicago. You never with, know where you're yeah, gonna be. So have at the Grammys. So or the something reunion. Like don't wrong. I think the idea is cool. It's a 10 year reunion. I think is the first ten year, one. Yes. And when is that? That's gonna be uh, 2020. 20, 20, 22. 2022. Yeah. That sounds so good to me. <laughs> so, sounds about right. So we still got you know two two years and change to figure it out. But. Um, you know, I know people are starting to kind of like talk about yes, it. Yes, people are. It's starting to become a rumble. So yeah. it's like, well, what's going to happen with that with the reunion? Well, ask what you? would be dope is if you performed oh, at the reunion. So can I tell you a funny story? That would be really cool. <laughs> so this that's like my, my worst nightmare. I'll tell you why. What? <laughs> <laughs> After Chicago, yeah, LA, uh-huh. New York, Lamar High School is where you draw the line? So No, 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 no. no. Check, check it out. So like, so 
it's one of those things where it's like um like I'll be at a Christmas party uh-huh. or I'll be at like something like that like a even like if it's like low key family mm-hmm. and there's like a piano there yeah, or yeah, there's yeah. a guitar yeah. so it's just like hey like you're the guy yeah <laughs> you know what I mean and like we need you to do that and I just showed up for the free food you know like that's yeah. all like I'm just there to eat and like have a good this time this is my off day like uh. so like what's funny about about like performing and that sort of thing and I'm a little bit weird about this I think is I wouldn't say like I'm stuck up or like snobby about it but it's just like. I want to perform in like the right settings, right? In the right situations, right? And like to be fair, like if I had to bet, I'm almost positive that like 85% of the people attending this thing would not give a crap. <laughs> and like, and I'm good with that. Like, that's totally cool with me. <laughs> now it's one of those things where like, if but they, that's good that that's good that you have that mindset because a lot of people they'll just do they'll just perform wherever just oh, because someone wants yeah. them to. And to be fair, <laughs> I'm more interested in like seeing where people are at, like. Right. What they're up right. to, you exactly. know, who they get married to, all exactly. that kind of stuff. So it's one of those things where, like, I'm, as an individual, more curious about, like, catching up. and Right. And so right. one of the things, I'm not necessarily opposed to it, but I'm definitely not, like, trying to try, yeah, yeah, trying to do all there. that. Yeah, but I've, yeah. I've had people before say that to me, and I'm, I, I give them a look. I'm like, <laughs> don't be starting. Don't start, put that idea. Don't, don't be starting rumors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fatima, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. It's probably not going to happen, man. Don't put me on that ballot. Don't put me on that ballot. Um, but no, it was a good time. I think we we had a really good group of people. You know, I think we, we, we look we back and we have a lot of fond memories. Yes, and yes, we definitely did. Our class was our class was very uh, out there. Uh, yeah, was, well, yeah. I think yeah, we had a lot of cool pockets. We had, and to be fair, we have a lot of you know folks doing a lot of great things out there. So yeah, man. Shout out to everyone doing. I mean, everyone's doing something. And yeah. That's all. You just. Do something. Do something of your purpose. And from the looks of it, everyone looks good. Everyone is doing their damn yeah. thing. So shout out to everybody at Lamar. So that's, yeah, that's that's VFND, baby. VFND. I'll tell you, all my, I'm not sure if you have any favorite memories from high school, um, but I really enjoyed running those pep rallies. That was a lot of fun. Your, the pep rallies were lit. Those were fun. I enjoyed doing that. Lit. So I'm going to tell a story real quick about high school. This is not my favorite memory, but it's a memory that I don't think a lot of people know about. Okay. So this is something that happened to me okay. that I, I participated in when I was a sophomore, I think. We were sophomores. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jackson Malone's dad mm-hmm. uh, was one of the dads that helped um, – at our football games, the players would run through this giant inflatable Viking helmet. We're the Vikings. Yes. And so he was one of the dads that was in charge of taking care of that. Mm-hmm. So he would inflate it. So he would ask Jackson and I to come help. Mm-hmm. So we went into the field. And as you know it, like the football players, before they run through, like the cheerleaders and the Thor yeah. core, they get down yeah. and mm-hmm. then they sprint across the field. And right. It's like, woo, like, yeah. you know, school spirit, football spirit. Um, so one of the Thor core guys, and I can't remember his name, but if you're listening to this, I'm so mad at you still. He goes, hey, Jackson, do you guys want to like run with us? And I was like, we were like, are you kidding me? What an invitation. Yes. <laughs> Obviously me being like, you know, an attention, you know guy i was like yeah why yeah, not? Let's yeah, do it. yeah so not thinking anything of it we get down with the the cheerleaders and the thorcore guys and the, they bust through the sign we get up we're running we run the entire hundred yards of the football field to get the second half going so then uh we, we finish and we're like pumped up breathing hard heart rates <laughs> up we're like we adrenaline's high and we see mrs daly Oh, who God. ran, I think, like the cheerleaders or like yes, ran something. Yes, cheer, yeah, cheer coach. Ms. Daly. And a Latin teacher. I need to go ahead and cl- clarify this, Miss Daly. I love you to death still. <laughs> we, we're we so good. We've had a lot of good memories. I'm a big fan. Yes, love forever. you too, Daly. But there was a situation where you did call us out. We, I, I get it. We were breaking some rules. So we get take, uh, we get taken over to the principals in Miss Daly, 
and they're like, don't you know that there's like all these what? rules about like who can be on the field, who can't be on the field? And we're like, well, to be fair, we were kind of invited. What? Um, and they gave me and Jackson both Saturday school for, for two Saturdays. What? <laughs> you were in Saturday school? <laughs> yes. For, uh, for, celebra- for two Saturdays? <laughs> yeah, that's... That's a story that we didn't we didn't tell very often. We were I like, would have loved to be at that Saturday school. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, it was so wild because like I didn't really I get in trouble a whole bunch. Here. Yeah, I think the biggest thing we got in trouble for beyond besides that because like we said we like our class was pretty good. Yeah, we were pretty tight. We did something. What was it? The STD sign. No, that was that was not me. I was not involved. <laughs> I was not involved in any of that. Um, I, I think I have an idea of a few names that were, but I'm, I'm gonna let them come come and, and, and have uh, a chat. Classic moment, though. But no, I think it was uh, something to do with Mr. Viking. Oh. Some of the dance uh, moves, I yeah, think. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, there's a lot I of think, chatter. Uh, I think Tevin Mitchell was involved with that. Oh, uh, um, shout out Tevin. Yeah, shout out Tevin. I just had him on I, last I heard, episode. I heard. I heard. Um. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. It was y'all was doing some freaky, freaky well, dances on stage. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> oh, there was one year. So just for anybody listening, uh, there's a fundraiser every year that the high school did uh, called Mr. Viking, which was like mm-hmm. a male pageant meant to be um, comedic, like mm-hmm. very like funny driven. So there was swimwear, casual wear, formal wear, and then you did a group dance number. Yep. And one year, I think this was the second year I was in it. My group, I think it was group one, shout out uh, Connor Berry, shout out Nick Taylor, um, anybody else that was oh, yeah, involved, I can't remember. Out, yeah. We finished our dance with the song Pour Some Sugar On Me, and we literally, uh, I think it's like Carmen Electra style, I think is like the, the vibe we were after, uh, yeah. poured a five-pound bag of actual sugar on Nick Taylor all over the stage. And we were group one, which meant four other groups had to go <laughs> yeah. with sugar everywhere. With sugar all over the stage <laughs> and somehow we didn't really get in trouble for that yeah. and it was just it was just too great it yeah. was too great not like to get you guys in trouble like it was great i think too like you ever see like a mom or a dad with like a little kid and the kid does something that's like you know misbehaving but it's also really funny yeah so it's like okay they're like i'm like i'm laughing behind the scenes <laughs> yeah oh my god but i have to act like i'm pissed but off I right have, now I, yeah hey don't do that yeah. No, scenes. y'all killed it. You killed it. I mean, y- your leadership was just so like amazing. Like, and and, and it stems that. like it stems to what you're doing now. Like, it just yeah. it your your attitude, like your demeanor, your your aurora is just, everything is just so consistent. I think that life either like shapes you or you allow yourself to mm. kind of shape it. Mm. And I think it can be good and bad either way. But I don't know. Like I said, the root is the same. I still just love people. Right. I still enjoy hanging out and I still enjoy making people smile. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that all that stuff from high school and in various things that I was involved in was kind of like boot camp for this. Yeah, like absolutely. Absolutely. And it, and it carries in your music. You can, I mean, like, like, like you said, you could tell when someone is inauthentic. You can tell when yeah. it's not real. Like you can feel your energy. You can feel your vibe through your music and yeah. it, it, it just makes it that much. It just yeah. puts the cherry on I top. I really appreciate that. Um, Touring. What's what's next? What's what show? What shows up next? So we have. Uh, let's see. Okay. So I'll give you all kind of. This is the sneak. The sneak peek. Mm-hmm. So announced this month is November eighth today. So we did a show last night at Richardson. Mm-hmm. We have two shows in Dallas. One on the seventeenth. I one, plan on going uh, to that one. Uh, heard that. And one on the twenty second. It's mm-hmm. a Friday. So Sunday and a Friday in mm-hmm. Dallas. One's with a group called So Far. I do a lot of shows with them. Um, and then the other one's actually called Tacos and Tunes. Uh, two good friends mm. of mine, uh, Dave and Kate from Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, actually from San Antonio originally. Um, Started this thing that's similar in fashion, but essentially you get a ticket. Your ticket gets you uh, water, two tacos, and a show with three artists. Mm. Um, and it's like very intimate, personal Dope. vibes, storytelling vibes. Very, very cool. Um, I played one with them like two years ago or so. 
Um, so they're very, very kind to have me back. And so that's it for this year. We're doing those two shows. And then I won't say too much, but next year we're, we have a little bit of a, we have a handful of shows that are not going to be in Texas that we're going to, mm. we're going to, I'm going to leave it there, but we have a handful I of shows. I think it's so amazing that you get out of Texas and really reach out to these. It's very important that you do that. Like, so yeah. you, you're not just like the neighborhood superstar, like you can branch out yeah. and like. And you get, do you learn a lot going to like other cities, like, yeah. like for your music? Like, do you learn you like, you learn, a, well, what's interesting is you learn a lot about people, um, mm -hmm. and the cultures, like the way they move, you know, obviously you being from New York, my mom's from New York. I get New York. Like mm -hmm. I love New Yorkers. Um, but like going to LA is different than going to Chicago, than going to Tulsa, mm -hmm. than going to, you know, wherever. Yep. So you learn a lot about the people. Um, you learn that people are very much similar, but some of the norms are different. Mm -hmm. Um, like for example, New York city, this probably won't surprise you. New York city was like the loudest show I played in terms of like crowd singing along, really? getting hyped. Yeah. But it's also like, think about how loud the city is. Think about exactly. the pace of the city. Exactly. Yep. Um, yep. yeah, I think you learn a lot about that. You also learn a lot about like what people respond to. Mm -hmm. So whether that's like the story you tell or like it's the song itself. So I've been in cities where I was like, that song worked really well in LA, but actually didn't work so good in Dallas. Mm. But it worked really well in New York, mm. but didn't really work really good in Chicago. Wow, so you okay. learn that, okay, so like there's a different palette in each city. And, right. Um, honestly, though, like when you're there, I also just like exploring, you know, when yeah, we're in Chicago, I've been to a couple of Cubs games, which is cool. Mm -hmm. And um, New York actually got a lot of family there, still seeing the family. And, um, obviously, spending time in the city is always a good vibe. So yeah, yeah, it's um, different. And then LA, you know, LA is different because everyone is trying to gun and do the thing. And so um, I've had the right. opportunity to meet a lot of really talented folks. Like shout out to like Nico Frank, Dylan Dunlap, Alex Stickles, um, uh, you know, guys like that that are out there in LA doing the thing, but like from a very genuine, right, yeah. authentic storytelling. Like how you're doing it here, just exactly. Just the local, the locals over there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's that's amazing. Like I think, if more artists would do that, I think they will have way more success and yeah. be like may, way more relieved of their craft if they just get out and and branch. I and think the figure hardest, it out. the hardest thing I know for me, like I'll speak for myself before I, you know, say hey, this is what y'all need to know. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, like the hardest thing was just like finding my voice. You know. Mm. Because when you're growing up, you're, like I said, like you're mimicking your favorite artists. You're trying to be like right, your favorite artists. Yeah. And then you're also like trying to figure out a bunch of stuff. Like how do you record music? How do you release music? How do you get better at music? Like, and it's a process. Yeah. And so falling in love with the process, I think is, is key, but also seeking and trying to like chase after a case. So who am I going to be as an artist? Who mm. am I going to be as a songwriter, as a storyteller, as a human being? Like mm. figuring that out, I think helps the most. Cause I'll tell you this, like I remember some of the first shows I played, also, remind, remind me in a minute to tell you a fun, very funny story. I don't think I've told before uh, on something like this, uh, but my second show ever. Um, it's not good. Um, <laughs> but no, like, but like fi finding your voice, finding like, you know, what is your message? What is right. your, you, you use, use the word purpose. I think that's yeah. such a big thing. I think that we're yeah. all gifted in different ways and we're all purpose to do something in this world. Yeah. Um, finding what that is for you and then go do the thing. Mm. So like, don't necessarily think you have to have it all figured out. Like, I feel like I'm still figuring it out as I go. Mm. Um, so don't think you have to figure it out when you're 17 or you're 20 or 25, whatever it is. And I think that's important because a lot of people think that even like professional artists, they think that they have mm -hmm. it all figured out. Yeah. And even artists would say like, I'm still learning. Like, yeah. you know, even the, the A class, A list, yeah. they they're still figuring it out. Every time, so it's they, like yeah. it's always it's always room to grow. There's always room yeah. to learn. There's always room to grow. And I mean, I think a lot of people they they stay so so like intact with what they know, and they yeah. don't really want to 
reach out, branch yeah, out. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's it it can go. It goes however you plan it to go. Yeah. You if you want if you want it to go this way and you want to take it outside of your comfort zone yeah. and and really get out of your realm and and figure things out. It's you. Never know. I mean, you shoot for the stars. You, shoot it's, for the stars, and you might land in the clouds. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They look like pillows, and they look like pillows. Um, second show. Okay, so um, this is a, this, you're gonna laugh at this. I hope, <laughs> or you're gonna feel really bad for me when I was <laughs> seventeen, eighteen. So I had just started like playing my my own stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we're still in high school at this point, and I had a friend who. Uh, oh no. Okay, so real quick. First show ever, mm-hmm. me and Casey Tackett. Casey Tackett was in a band in high school. I remember when he that, started, yeah. Uh-huh. And I was doing my thing, and so we thought it'd be a good idea uh, to host a show at my house mm-hmm. where I opened and his band played. Mm-hmm. Thinking like, you know, five, ten people show up. Right. Like 50 kids showed up to my house, and they're all sitting in my living room. Really? And I have never played live before. And then I start thinking, why did I do this? <laughs> Like in my own Why house. Why did I do this? Like, think about it. Like, this is my house. I can't leave afterwards. Exactly. I'm just stuck. So I get up. Exactly. I play my four songs. It was not good, and that was that. So then I um I had a buddy at the time who I used to play drums for. His name is Tim Urban. Shout out to him. Um, he was at the time just finished uh, being on American Idol. Oh. I think like uh, top seven, something crazy. Oh, wow. And he was doing really well. He had just done the whole like summer tour with American Idol. Mm-hmm. And he was back home and he was going to do like a hometown back home show mm-hmm. um, out in Midlothian at this place called Lighthouse Coffee. Um, it's a pretty big space, like for what it is, like it's a pretty big room, probably right. like 100, 130 people in there, something crazy. Mm. And at the time, like he was killing it. So everyone and their mom's showing up. Yeah, yeah. I'll get a DM from him on Facebook or something like, dude, hey, I'm back in town. Like I saw you're doing music. Right. You want to come open up the show? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm big time. I'm big time. Yeah. Like, I, mom, I made This is it. my big break. It's my big break. <laughs> and I'm playing in a coffee house in Midlothian, Texas. And um, so I get there, and first off, I was almost late. Like, I literally walked in, had to go to the bathroom, and then he's like, all right, get on stage. <laughs> and Damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was like, I was running behind. Yeah. And so then, uh, I at the time, Alex, it's my second show, I only knew four songs. Two that I were, like, were cover songs. I think it was You Somebody by Kings of Leon. And fix you by Coldplay, and then I had two songs that I wrote. Oh, so my gosh. keep this, keep that in mind for now because later yes. in the story it's gonna come back in. So I get up there on stage and I play my four songs. I tell some stories and like I said, this place is packed with people. I play my last song. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Lighthouse, for having me. Yeah. Adios. So Tim gets on stage and his voice is incredible. Like he's just been training all, all year long with, you know, American Idol, you know, specialists. Yeah, yeah. He's incredible. To be fair, he was good before American Idol. So it's one of those things where he's just doing what he does, playing songs from the show, exactly. playing originals. I think he gets like seven or eight songs in. And then I'm in the back with my mom. Uh, we're standing there and uh, she go, uh, I hear her from the stage. All right, guys, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take a break uh, for, uh, you know, a couple minutes or whatever. Austin's gonna get back on stage. And he's going to do a, a few more songs, and then I'll be back to finish my next set. My mom looks at me, and she goes, do you know any more songs? <laughs> Didn't you just perform everything All the you thing, did? Yeah, your whole catalog. You know, yeah. And I looked at her, and she goes, well, I guess you're going to figure it out. And so I get on stage, and I put my guitar on, and I'm going, what am I going to do? And so at the time, and this is not – I wish I was making this up. You can't make this up. I literally played in this order um, – 
Blink-182, All the Small Things. Ah, uh, good song. I knew all the words. Wait, s- this is like, you just like... Yes. Like <laughs> off the dome. Okay, like, <laughs> I didn't... Because remember, I said earlier, like, I knew the instruments pretty good. Right. So I just had to know the words. I knew enough of the words. So this is where it gets a little cringy. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of Marvin Gaye. Yeah, I know. Shut up. The look Alex just gave me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. So literally, I play like a minute and a half of Let's Get It On. No, you did not. It sounded bad, too. No, not you did good. not. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's like also in a pretty conservative, conservative like area. So like it's not necessarily like the, the audience to play that for. Exactly. And so I played that, and then I I had just gotten back uh, the previous summer. We did stu- student council camp yeah. uh, down in uh, SFA, the university down there. Yeah. And for the talent show, me, Thomas Gilman, and Connor Santos jokingly did a rendition of Rebecca Black's Friday. And I still knew all the words. Oh, my. I knew all of it. So I lie to you not. This is where it gets good. I literally play Rebecca Black's Friday and it was kind of like the time where it was like a thing. Yeah, that was yeah at that time that was a good song. By the end of the 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 by the end of the and whether they felt bad for me or whether they were into it, I don't know to this day. <laughs> but everyone in that coffee shop was singing along, like loud, party and party, <laughs> yeah, party, like party. everyone like it was like a, a concert for real. Tim walks over in my, in my line of sight and he's like, "What? what? Are <laughs> Why are you doing this?" Why are you doing this? And so I get off stage mortified. I felt so bad. And like I literally walked over to my mom and she was like, well, at least they were singing along. <laughs> at least you did it. <laughs> so kids, what do you take from that? Lesson is, hey, sometimes you got to improvise. Hey, sometimes you got to improvise. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you got to figure it, up. it out. You just got to make it up as you go. Yeah, no, seriously. That is hilarious. Oh my goodness. That is a, that is probably the most craziest mix from Blink-182 to, to Rebe- Marvin yeah, Gaye to Rebecca Black. To Rebecca Black. Uh-huh. <laughs> crazy that you just showed like how wide your genre your, your yeah, spectrum is you can't deny right? that yeah yeah you can't I love deny all that the music. <laughs> oh my gosh thank you so much austin for Alex, coming through well, oh can i God. say one thing before, before yes we sign yes off. please a couple please, things please. a if you haven't yet please go take a look at the song sweatshirt absolutely I'm really proud of it. but i always in these situations i feel like a lot of times like when you have a thing that you're doing like you have a lot of guests on, they talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. I'm Thank so you. proud of what you're Thank doing. You, I'm so proud of where, where, you, where you've come from, where you are now. Thank you. You're absolutely killing the game. The podcast obviously is a hit. Thank you. I am honored to be here. Thank you so much. So I, I am I am so happy. That, like I said, I could not I could not have a podcast and not have yeah, you on, on here. Yeah, well, I'm, happy, I'm happy to have done it. And you know what we'll do is we'll do a recap again in like a year. Or absolutely. Whatever. Hey, hey, no, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna yeah. run this back whenever you about to drop something. Yeah. We're gonna we're we'll gonna let happen. it out. We'll update the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, seriously. So show's coming up next. Uh go stream sweatshirt right now. On all music platforms, all right? Them. All yep, music platforms. All of them. Um, even the not cool ones. Even the not cool ones. Uh, you know, tell your mama, your granny, uh, all that, all that. It's out right now. Uh, thank you so much, Austin, awesome. for coming. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Go ahead, tell them your uh, Instagram, Facebook, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, go ahead and follow. Um, Instagram is like my primary. So at Austin Leach, that's A-U-S-T-I-N-L-E-A-C-H. That's the same for Twitter. Um, and then uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash Austin Leach Music. Website's austinleachmusic.com where you can find like merch and all that kind of fun stuff. Ooh, yeah. merch. I'm wearing it right Not, now. Check it out. Yeah, I know. I need one of those. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna have to check that I'm out. Seriously. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to check that out. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, episode 20, Austin Leach sweatshirt out right now. Go ahead, and stream that. Um, other than that, we out, man. Peace. Remember the night I left it with you? We were up late talking almost till two. Never knew how much you were to lose. Said it was your favorite, cause it was mine. A little piece of me to hold on to throughout the night. Now I'm gone. You're so gone. So hold you like I used to, still feel just like home. Remind you of the good days Make you feel alone Oh, I know It'll never be the same It'll never be the same Seem to ignore, just struggling somewhere on the floor.